bless your name. Or changeable gender, we honor you. You are the owner of our soul. You have been in existence before the creation of the universe. You hold the key to our existence. Daddy will worship you. Daddy will adore you. You are the Lion, the child of Judah. You are the one that has assured all restoration. Baba, we return all glory, honor, and adoration to your name. Accept this, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Lord, King of glory, O Lord, we have come to your feet, O Lord, to name. That we will pray, O Lord, that you will shine your light into our heart, into our soul, and we receive from you today in Jesus' name. The world that will change our lives, the world that will make us better, the world that will illuminate our heart. Let it be heard from you today in Jesus' name. Hand over the salmon onto your head. That is take over. That is take control. Meet every one of us at the point of our name. And at the end of today, may all glory, honor, and adoration be given unto you in Jesus' mighty name. We are praying. Praise the Lord. Our God is good. As we all know that this month, our theme for this month is restoration. And because today is the last Sunday of the month, we are going to quickly review all what we have learned during this month. Praise the Lord. Firstly, our Father in the Lord explained the meaning of restoration unto us. And, and he said, restoration is restoring of lost value back to the owner. Something valuable can be opportunity. It can be, it can be lost of foundation. It can even be lost of hope. Even because of what we are passing through now, many people have lost hope. But God has promised, but God has promised us as His children that He will restore us. All what the pandemic has taken away, He will restore us. As a child of God, we are we have an entitlement of restoration. Praise the Lord. And our and our mother in the Lord also told us that think 
connected with God is only way we can maintain our restoration. As we know that restoration is our entitlement, but to maintain it, we need to stay connected with the source of restoration, which is God. And she explained how we can stay connected. That we can stay connected by reading the word of God. We can stay connected by studying and meditating in the word of God. We can stay connected through power of prayers. And we can stay connected through obedience to the leading and instruction of God. As we have learned today in the life of Jonah, you know what happened to him when he disobeyed. I pray that God will help us will not be a disobedient children in Jesus' name. And the evangelist last week he encouraged us. He told us that we should never give up. Because restoration is our entitlement. But the enemy of the man can make it difficult. In the book of Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12. There he made us to know that we are not fighting with flesh, with flesh and blood. But we are fighting against powers. Against principalities. Against our same evil spirits. Against the power of this dark world. Armor of God, so that we can maintain this restoration that the Lord has given us. Praise the Lord. And today's topic we'll be talking about assurance of restoration. Praise the Lord. Assurance of restoration. When we see those people that come very early, when we look at our service from the beginning to day, God is assuring us. In the hymn last song that we sing, the Lord said it's not a disappointment. In from the choir administration, the Lord said that He will not leave us. Is, that, is, is it not an, a word of assurance? Praise the Lord. So God has assured us restoration. So restoration is our portion in Jesus' name. And when you go through the book 
God during this trying period. Is it in the business of restoring at disappointment and damage period in our lives? All we need to do is to stay connected with Him. Praise the Lord. As I said that our topic today is assurance of restoration. We have two key words there. Number one is assurance. Number two is restoration. And our Father in the Lord has experienced restoration. restoration. And we are going to know what is assurance. The meaning of assurance. When you hear assurance, we are talking about guarantee. We are talking about being sure. When we are talking about assurance, we are talking about promise. All the promises that the Lord has made. When we are talking about assurance, we are talking about pledge. The pledge that the Lord has pledged. When we are talking about assurance, we are talking about vow. Remember the word say, the Lord says, my word will not go back to me empty. It shall accomplish everything that I've said it to do. So therefore, we must have assurance in the word that the Lord has spoken to us through our Father in the Lord. That this month is truly our month of restoration. You know, it is this month that we are just coming out of out of pandemic. And the Lord is telling us that we should not be afraid. That He is still with us. That only what we need is to do what to abide with Him. Praise the Lord. We have the assurance of God in so many places in the world of God. In so many places we can point to where God has assured us that he is going to do what he is going to do it. And do you know that this God is a wonderful God? And his word is wonderful and powerful. And the word helps us to know that in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, that if the word of God is quick, the word of God is powerful, the word of God is sharper than the two-edged word. The word of God can travel. He can go to the back. He can go 
pressure. He can repair what has been damaged for years. As a child of God, in time of trial, in time of difficulties, what is your response? Praise the Lord. Pray that God will help us in Jesus' name. And in the book of Job, chapter 42, verse 12, and it was recorded that the end, the letter end of Job, is better than the beginning. God allowed that trial and tribulation to make him stronger. To make him better. And even to give him the best. So circumstance is not an excuse for us not to worship God. Praise the Lord. We can also see in the life of Joseph. Joseph was sold into slavery. From slavery to crazy. And what happened at the end? The Lord restored him. He became a prime minister. Even in a strange land. The Lord will make us to be restored in Jesus' name. In all the areas that we have lost our opportunity, the Lord will restore us back. We even meet 
direction in life, the Lord will restrain our will retrace our footsteps back. And he will restore us back to our original position. And he will make us better than before the chains of men. What about David too? David in court. You know, he was being anointed when he was still a teenager. But it was not his turn until maybe around 40 years or 30 years about. He was running from king to king. He was running from enemies. Enemy wants to kill him. Enemy does not want him to be restored. Every enemy that is after our lives. Every enemy that is after our glory. The Lord will deal with them for us. Let us open our Bible to that place. Joel chapter 2, verse 25. And we read it up to 26. Dear God, promise me study all the last year. And therefore, he said unto them, God said the Lord. There shall none of your word be pronounced anymore. No, not that one. Let's let's go to our Bible test. Joel 25. Yes. Amen. Amen. God is powerful. He has 
the power. He has the authority. He has the capability. He has the audacity. He has the authority to do whatever he has sent it to do. So please, let's stay in him. Let's stay connected in him. And he will surely do whatever he has promised us in Jesus' name. And in the book of Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31, God promised us there that He will renew our strength. As many that wait upon upon Him, He will renew our strength. The Lord will renew our strength in the name of Jesus. He also promised that He will wipe away all our tears. Revelation chapter, four, uh, chapter 21 verse 4. He said he will wipe away all tears. All tears that lost years have caused in your life. All time of sorrow and sadness that the lost years has caused in your life. The Lord said he will wipe away all tears. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, what is the importance of God's restoration? God is in the business of restoring his children. Because he loved them. Praise the Lord. He loved them. So therefore, number one importance of God's restoration. God's restor number one of it, God's restoration will renew, will renew our joy. Praise the Lord. When, when we are in a sorrowful mood, when we are in trial and tribulation, is it easy to sing? Is it easy? But when we wait upon the Lord, when we know His promises concerning our lives, when we know that the trials is just for a moment, it can never be everlasting, and then we come to it. Therefore, we can sing. That is why he said in the book of Isaiah chapter 51 verse 1 He said, sing, O into song Shout for joy Praise the Lord Hallelujah. So God's restoration will renew our joy in Him Number two God's restoration will expand our influence. When we talk about influence, we are talking about enlargement. In the same book of Isaiah chapter 54, verse 2 and 3, he said, enlarge the place of your tent and stretch forth the curtain of the inhabitants. He said, let it call and strengthen thy sake. He said, for thou shalt break forth unto the right. You will break forth unto the right. You will break forth unto the left. And your 
together. God's restoration will remove shame. That we have been saying since morning. They are only meant for the children of God. Those that have accepted the Lordship of Christ in their lives. Those that have accepted Jesus as their Lord and personal Savior. They are the ones that will have the entitlement of restoration. Please, my brethren, are you still here? Let's close our eyes. Let's close our eyes. Let's search our hearts. God has promised. God has assured us of restoration. His word will never go empty. 
This one will never return to him without fulfilling the purpose. Therefore, are you still there? You know your conscience is telling you. Because this restoration is only for the children of God. If you have not accepted Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, you cannot be entitled to Him. Are you here? You want to give your life to Jesus Christ? You want to be the Lordship of your soul? You want want Him to come and take control over your life? Please place on your hand. You want God to come and take control over your lives. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. And I talk of spiritual restoration. That is the last one. You know when we are talking about spiritual restoration? You know uh, the spiritual restoration, all the believers need it. But I'm talking to you, I need it. Praise the Lord. So many of us, you know, the seed, the love and the fire that we, we that we are we have when we first of all give our life. To God. Christians are no longer winning so for Christ. They don't make it their priority again. Christians, you know, our commitment to the service and uh, dedication and consecration is no longer the same as it was before. The Lord wants to restore all parts judicially. Praise the Lord. Gone are the days. And it can still happen today. Because this period is even the period of the demonstration of the power of the Lord. The choristers will sing and the people will come out to give their life unto God. There was a time in our church that after the choir administration, they went for retreat. When they came back, when they minister, the minister could not hold mic. The doombeat was shaking. The power of God came down. It was the usher and the prayer warrior that was ministering deliverance. It can still happen. It can still happen. Please, do we need the spiritual restoration? We need to go back to the Lord. Christians are no longer here from the Lord. We need to hear from the Lord. All other restoration are secondary. The spiritual restoration is the major. When we are being received, when we are being restored spiritually, we can go extra mile. So therefore, we are going to stand on our feet as children of the Lord. We are going to tell the Lord, Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the assurance of your word. I thank you for making me to know that you can restore me. You can restore the year that the Kankawa must eat it. You can restore all the lost valuable things that have suffered. Daddy, I thank you. But Father, I need you to restore my relationship with you. I need you to restore my relationship with you. I want to go deeper and deeper in you every day. 
with you. I don't want to be the same again. I don't want my life to be the same again. In the mighty name of Jesus, help me to draw from the throne of grace daily.
The Lord is sending me to someone this morning. He said before the end of this month, he's going to restore you. But you are looking at it as if it's not possible. You are looking at it because the month will end tomorrow. And you thought it cannot happen. He said I should tell you that on the book of 1 Samuel chapter 30, when the Ammonites took away everything that they had, he took unto him. He said, David, pursue. You will overtake. And he gave me the assurance that he will recover home. And in verse 18, the Lord said, David, recover home. I pray for you today. Because you have the faith in the word of God this morning. Because you believe in the word of God this morning. Everything that the enemy has taken away from you. And the Lord lived it. I don't know what to do with people in heaven. The Lord of God will return them back unto you before the end of this month. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> 